Zach. Hello, and my name is Joey. And this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games. That's right, Zach. And we we nearly chew the microphone. Yes. Except this is a very large microphone. I don't think I could fit my my, my mouth around it. That's okay. Because today... We're going to talk like this forever, right? Like the entire oh, video. The entire time. recording is going to be like this. Like a waspy bird talking about how much food it wants to eat. So sit down. Get comfortable. Because we're going to talk gonna... to you. <laughs> no, we're just kidding. <laughs> we talk like this. We're talking like normal human beings from now right. on. Jesus. I can't keep doing that. Yeah. It hurts my throat. I went as far Welcome as I to could. another episode of Xtreme. Yeah. Um, we already did the intro. So I'm going to keep yeah. moving from there. We're on to Dream Reaver's world. If you couldn't tell. Put in the sting that we told you to put in, Paul, for the Dream Weavers. The Dream Exactly. That's the one. Good stuff. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about, uh, about the Dream Weaver's world here. All right. Um, the hub is very interesting. Yeah. In that you're required to basically fly everywhere. Yeah, it's basically floating islands. Exactly. Very trippy and dreamy. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, whenever I'm dreaming, I dream of floating platforms. (laughs) I've probably dreamed about that many times. It's probably just because we play too many video games. Yeah, for sure. Uh... (laughs) but the thing that you need to pay attention to here most importantly is the enemy that alters different enemy types that is a huge new deal here yeah um they could change enemies that have no armor to giving them armor or they make tiny enemies into big enemies and actually sometimes it even works in your favor they can make big enemies small enemies yeah you never know um it's just kind of like flicking an on and off switch, kind of, except with magic. <laughs> it's like you hit them once and they're big and invincible, you hit them again and they're shitty. But it is an interesting, cool new mechanic because that's not something we've seen. We've seen environmental manipulation, we've seen ang- aggressive environmental manipulation, and now we're seeing enemy manipulation. Yeah. Nice. So it's a good, it's a good uh, change, and it's honestly right on the same path as what we would expect. Um. Yeah, and I I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh solid overall solid. 
Indeed. Um, but the you get a big you get a big hint here actually from one of the dragons who tells you uh, the fools in this world are invincible. Yeah. Um, where he's actually specifically referencing a, an enemy type called the fool, mm-hmm. um, which are those smaller enemies that kind of run around and you hit them and uh, they literally turn into a timer for when they can start moving again. Yeah. I'm not being figurative. They turn into timer with bell on <laughs> yeah. their head and everything. Literal alarm clock shape. It's like some Alice in Wonderland shit. Yes. Oh my god, I turned my head turned into a into a clock. <laughs> turn into clockium. <laughs> <laughs> Literally zero people will understand what you're talking about. Doesn't matter, it's funny anyway. That's fair. Uh, but before we move on, Paul, I need a musical break because it's been five minutes. And that's our mandated break time. done with that it's over <laughs> fine god <laughs> the, the, this is not an asmr channel we, we are not giving you tingles well maybe okay, maybe we're giving you tingles but in a different place no, i'm just kidding <laughs> no you're plat- not that either we're not that either this is a platonic relationship you and i 10 feet apart <laughs> At least. except if you want a hug that's fine hugs are fine yeah, hugs, are, hugs could be platonic. It's like, you can get a hug from me and my 10-foot arms. <laughs> <laughs> that would be... Did I not mention for... that I'm part orangutan and I have 10-foot arms? <laughs> I I thought... I kind of had a feeling all along. I feel like this is something I should have mentioned, like, oh, 77 episodes ago? <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's not important. That's why uh, your butt is so bald. That's, I mean, I try to keep it clean. Yeah. It's Otherwise, it gets, like, red. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens, though. When you're part orangutan, but this joke sucks. Let's move on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, right. let's talk a little bit more about the hub world here and the movement, actually, okay. specifically through it, uh, because it's very choreographed. Um, they have wind tunnels leading into more wind tunnels, um, and... Yeah. On top of that, you can actually decide which way you want to go after you exit a wind tunnel. So if you just kind of default to the way that it expects you to go, it just kind of takes you to the next part of the stage. Or if you're curious and, you know, more exploratory, which if you're playing a game like this, you probably are, you'll want to see where you can actually get to by riding to the top of each of these wind elevators and flying in a different direction. Yeah. And that is actually rewarded uh, usually by one-ups or um, some more gems. Indeed. So again, 
the choreographing of the level kind of forces people forward while at the same time allowing for those who are more curious to explore and be rewarded for it. So reinforcing that dynamic of, hey, this is a collectible game. You need to check everywhere and you should already understand the mechanics of both gliding and these wind tunnels. Mm -hmm. So for those who do, you get rewarded. Yeah, it's actually very well designed, I find. Yeah, I like it. It's uh, yeah. perfect for people who don't want to explore and for people who do want to explore. Yeah. Um, but as we move through here, uh, just something I noticed uh, that we were actually paying homage to a little earlier. The dialogue is a little stilted sometimes when people talk. <laughs> yeah, that's what we were doing. Exactly. That We planned that out. Um, so... Literally, one of the dragons just kind of says something to the effect of, Nicely done, Spyro. And then Spyro's like, I'll be done when I've toasted Nasty Nork. Yeah. It's what? like... I didn't get that. Like, wait a minute, that doesn't that doesn't make sense. Is it because he said the word done, and then you're like, I'm not done. It's like, no, we didn't say you were done. We just said, good, like, nicely done. Like, good job. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if I came up to you, Joey, and was like, I really like that pizza you made. And then you said, "Made? I I am not a maid. I have not I have not cleaned anything recently." It's like, <laughs> "Okay, that's not the context of or what I was talking about." It's like, "Great. Wow, what what an analogy." Thank you. That was off the cuff and I bet everyone could tell. <laughs> That's why it was so good. Thank you. Like, it it fuels the realness of this podcast. Yeah, the improvisational genius. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it's so genius. We may as well run our own friggin' improv crew because we're so yes. friggin' good at it. <laughs> Those these intros off the cuff. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing written down. If you can see what I have right in front of me, it's just notes about the game. It's nothing else. <laughs> the the important part. The important part is the game notes. Nothing else is scripted. Like, Paul <laughs> doing, doing this is not scripted. Yeah, and what I am reading right now is, I mean, saying is not <laughs> scripted. <laughs> exactly. See, we are off the cuff. Off the curve cuff. <laughs> Yes, there. You, you nailed it. You did good. Yeah, thanks. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, there's one yeah. last mechanic I wanted to talk about uh, in the hub world here. Uh, there's invincible enemies that are being used as platforming timers for uh, increased challenge. So those fools that we mentioned before that turn into actual timers, uh, yeah, some of them are actually tied to platforms that raise when they get hit, and you hear, like, a musical cue that kind of goes in. It sounds like a clock ticking down, mm -hmm. obviously. Um, and that kind of cues you that something's happening. Uh, usually, the fool is close to the platform that is being raised, so you don't really have to search too far for it. Uh, and then you happen to notice the correlation between the fool and the platform. When it starts moving again and the platform goes down, you're like, oh, yeah, here we go. I just was conveyed information. <laughs> Look at yes. that! Conveyed information. Conveyance. My heart is just beating so quickly because conveyance is back, everybody. My best friend, hey, conveyance. Hey, hey, hey. We haven't heard conveyance in like 
a few episodes. I know, but my best friend Conveyance came back, and he will definitely not be undercut as we move through this world. <laughs> definitely not. It will not be undercut. Never. No. That never happens in this game. The conveyance is definitely. never undercut by exposition no. through dragons. It's never no. a thing. Not once. But you know what is a thing? There's a cannon that shoots magic. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it shoots pure magic. It's just magic. It shoots like poof and it's magic. You got magicked. That's what she said. It, what? <laughs> I don't know. Paul, put it in a music cue there to emphasize my confusion. Magic. <laughs> Paul is pretty magic. But yes, there's a cannon that just shoots magic and then it's not explained at all. I yeah, mean, I guess it's, just, like, it's, shoot it. it's the Dreamweaver's world, fair enough, so they could just go batshit crazy with everything. Yeah. But I guess you don't have to use it, but it's just there for it, you to use. It, yeah, you don't have to, but there is a level behind there which we would want to access. Right. Uh, yeah. But yes, there's just a cannon. It's great. Oh, I did, love cannons. Did you hear that? That was actually me suspending my disbelief and moving on with my life. Um, <laughs> so let's, oh, is that what that sound was? Yeah, that that pause right there. Uh, Paul put in the musical, the the uh, sound effect of that happening, just to kind of yeah. emphasize it. But that was the sound of me getting over myself. Oh, I didn't know that's what it sounded like. I know. That's weird. I know. Weird sound. To be fair, I didn't expect that sound either, but it's just, that's what it is. That's what it just comes out. It, yeah, I don't expect it, but it happens. Oh, <laughs> see, it happened again. I'm going to yeah. move on now. Icy Flight. Um, nice. I, we're going out of order here uh, because dude, who cares? Why we, not? Why not? We're switching it up. We can go in, a, yeah, go in whatever order we want. It's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. That's right. Tell us what you want to do. Except you can, though. You could send us an email at itsthextreme at gmail.com. That's I-T-S-T-H-E-X-S-T-R-E-M at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah. But it's our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and by ours, I mean, like, the collective us. All of us listening. It's our podcast. Yeah. We are all one with the podcast. Yeah, there's one. There's, there's, it's us. Yeah. Together, all of us is one. Paul, play me out with a musical cue. Great, we're on the icy flight now, for real. Yes. Okay. So it's even more stuff. There's well, there's the same amount of categories of things. Uh, there's only four. But uh, this one is now really dependent on finding your own route in terms of yeah. how you accomplish the checkpoints. Yeah. Um, whereas before in the previous areas, it's kind of like straightforward. You follow the path and it's like, here is objective right. one. You're done. Now on to objective two. This one. It's um, more exploratory. It's more exploratory in that it's more spread out. And that you can, uh, you need to ex look around and see what is yeah. the best option here to you get to find things exactly to find all of the objects 
and take them out in a in a most efficient fashion because yeah. uh there is no real set path that you should take right. there might be an optimal path but there right. are many different paths that would mm-hmm. just work as well kind of like getting red coins in mario games exactly as long as you're hitting the coin it's not really doesn't really matter how you do it yeah um some people may say oh this way is the best way this way is the fastest way and then you just slap them and say no i, <laughs> I wanna, like doing this i want to play the game my way but yeah i'm sure there's an optimal ma- way <laughs> i'm sure there is um, <laughs> but yeah as we mentioned before it's pretty vague here um but that makes it more fun i i think because yeah. again it's all about the escalation of challenge here because if it just stayed the exact same where it's like you're on a rail path and now you gotta hit them and then, oh boy, you did it. Congratulations. <laughs> like, that would be pretty boring. Yeah. It would just be the same thing. You'd be like, well, I can't. you wouldn't want to do the level. You'd be like, well, if I have to. Yeah, let's get this over with. Yeah, and then you'd just be like, yeah, woohoo, I did it. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, but that's Icy Flight. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about it? Yeah, cool. Cool, cool. So let's move on to Dark Passage. Um, right. As I understand it, has the most enemies, the most dragons, and the most gems. Oh. And to be fair, it's a big stage, honestly. If you explore yeah. around, it's probably the one of the biggest stages. And it's like a huge maze, too. Yeah, like you got to figure out your way to get around. Uh, but let, let me start from the beginning here with a couple mechanics that I actually really enjoyed. Um, so there are invincible enemies, uh, that turn into light sources. Um, it's the fools again, except this time, instead of them being timers, they are light sources. Um, and then this is shown through our good pal conveyance. Yay. Yes. Initially it is shown particularly through conveyance where there are actually no enemies around, um, and you can just kind of smack them and you see it turn into a constant light source. And you're like, okay, cool. So if I hit that thing, it turns into lights. Great. Fantastic. And then that actually ties directly into the next mechanic is that certain enemies are invincible in the darkness. Yeah. Scary shit. So you have part one of here are fools that create light sources and part two of here are enemies that are invincible in darkness that are near fools. Yeah. So you put two and two together and you make a waffle sandwich of epicness. Challenge. Challenge yourself. Understand the conveyance that is in your face and then action it. Action. Except. I'm sorry, go on. I read this thing that uh, this level is one of the few that Spyro doesn't like fly into. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What, does he swim so, into it? He's just like, row, what happens row, he just walks in? your boat gently down the stream. Wait, what? I'm oh, sorry. You what know how it? he does that, like, fly-in thing, most levels? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so this one he's just kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. Like, he does do something. Ends different. up in. Yeah. That's an interesting little tidbit. Yeah, is it, a little... Is it perhaps a pro good. tip? It's not a pro uh, tip. No. Okay. I was kind of <laughs> hoping. I haven't heard a lot of pro tips recently. I was, tr- I was thinking uh, of some pro tips, actually. I would hope so. There will be one. I feel like there's... There, 
There's a lot of life advice that you can give and video game advice. I would I'm I'm yeah. patiently waiting on the back of my seat. Not on the edge. I mean I'm pay Alright. Pro tip. <laughs> Interrupt Zach. Sporadically. <laughs> That's a pro tip, really? <laughs> pro tip. Do not improvise pro tips. That's a good pro tip. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yes, um, I totally lost track of what we were talking about. We were talking about conveyance, weren't we? We were talking about how the, the lights are. Yes. Okay. So, yes. yeah, this is conveyed to you. But at the same time, it's undercut again. By dragons just explaining what you just learned saying like oh ma maybe yeah. you want to burn the classic. fools and see what happens it's like of course i do i just did it i learned <laughs> that five minutes ago i guess in how case did you get you to this point if you it, hadn't yeah. they're invincible enemies yeah true <laughs> it's just it, it's just, I don't get yeah. it. I uh, get it. I do get it. I get that you want to potentially explain everything as if I'm an idiot because sometimes kids are dumb. And I'm sorry if you're listening kids, like sometimes you're dumb. I was a dumb kid. Look, I, yeah, you I was a dumb kid too. Dumb kids. Like we're all dumb as kids, and I get it. You want to make sure that everybody has the best fun time ever as possible. But, like, come on, give me some credit. Yeah. We're not that dumb, kids. Like, I'm not eating styrofoam right now. <laughs> I'm just eating it's plastic, true. all right? Like a normal that's, person. That's smart. That is intelligence. There you go. See? Brain power. Pro tip. <laughs> Do not eat styrofoam. Only eat plastic. <laughs> that's a good pro tip. As we keep moving through, though, um, I feel bad about taking out these tiny little dog enemies. Because <laughs> they're so cute. They just had like a sad wolf when you kill them. They go like, Okay, we didn't all just get puppies, Zach. I know, whatever, all right? I'm, I know it turns into a giant demon dog that chews on you <laughs> and hurts you a lot when it's big and invincible, but it's adorable when it's tiny. And it has such a sad wolf when you take it out. Like that, exactly. That that was. It's almost like Paul is putting these in, but it's is it is it? Who knows? I'll never know. I and then one last thing before we finish up, Dark Passage here. I had not mentioned it up until now. This dog is so up in my <laughs> face, just like a normal dog, actually. So it's okay. Um, there's something I hadn't mentioned up until now, but when you free dragons, um. Literally all of the other on-screen assets go away. Yeah. Everything, um, including yeah, yeah. enemies, sparks, butterflies, yeah. fodder, right. gems, everything. Yeah, it's its own little cutscene, kind of. So, yeah, what I think is happening here is they have two versions of the stage where... They have like a cutscene state version and a gameplay version. And then when yeah. that flash happens, when it's being freed, they transition mm -hmm. to the 
cutscene version where there's nothing except right. the dragons. And then they transition back after they zap out again. Yeah, probably like an easier way to program it. Exactly. And I mean, they, I think that having two distinct areas allows them to have more animation and put more effort into the actual dragons themselves. Right. So they don't have to worry about the PlayStation kind of lagging and rendering yeah, the other yeah. assets that are there. Yeah, otherwise then the dragons would just be little sprites with no character. Exactly. Like this way they can have more screen time and kind of like focus on the animation and the dialogue and the interaction between Spyro and actually make it seem more like a conversation as opposed to like, oh, I don't know, um, talking to a piece of paper. Yeah, the paper... Uh... Doesn't usually talk back. Or talking to a statue. Probably a more apt yeah. description, because they were statues before. Yeah. And this is, like, the Dreamweaver's world. You could talk to one, and maybe something will happen. But, I would, you know, let's, let's not do that. That's true. Let's not do that. <laughs> but what we should do is take another very quick musical break to move on to the next area. Spooky, scary, haunted tower. Yes, it's time for the Haunted Tower. This is scary shit, bro. <laughs> so, so scary. I can't even. It's too spooky for me. I, oh my god, it's I, like so spooky. I get it, guys. I said the meme. I said the thing. I said it. There. I said Wait. the meme. Too spooky for me? This is a meme, right? That's a meme. Yeah, it sounds like. It sounds like a meme, right? Yeah. If it sounds like a meme and it looks like a meme, it might be a duck. It could be. Wait. <laughs> okay. It could be a duck meme. I, probably. There's a bunch of them, I bet. Let's talk about yeah. Haunted Towers before we get stuck into the meme realm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Chrome-plated knight's armor is lying about initially as you jump into this stage, which kind of sets the stage for the enemy type that you're going to be. Uh, encountering throughout most of this uh, area. Yeah. Uh, they are like possessed ghosts with knight armor or something. I don't know. Is that what they are? I, yeah, I guess that's what they are. Well, they're like 
There's nothing in the. They don't have bodies. Yeah, they're yeah. just armor that they take off their head and beat you with it. Yeah. It's not. That's not a person. It's not a nork. <laughs> but um, they can only be taken out actually specifically by the super flame. Right. Um, the, the kissy kissy flame. Yes. The ki- <laughs> what? Wait. What did you call it? <laughs> the kissy kissy flame. <laughs> That's great. I mean, it's a very apt description. <laughs> I don't know how else to call it. It's the me love you long time flame. The, the, the love flame. The love flame. That's why he gets all red because of love. <laughs> it's girl. <laughs> it's actually the love wax taking over. And yeah. that is yeah. how he gets his powers. Again, another reference that nobody will get. It's okay. If you've ever heard of the band Fun Employment, then you'll understand little of this because there's probably another band called Fun Employment. Um, <laughs> anyway, this whole level is just focused on this super kissy kissy spiral flame. Yeah, it's, it's like a one kind of dimensional almost. It's a one dimensional level. level, you're right. Um, it's kind of the, and, uh, the uh, apothesis. Is that the right word? Yeah, I think so. The uh, of this of this of this function of um, what's the word again, Joe? I need you to vamp for time while I remember the word that I'm looking for. Vamp, vamp, vamp. Remembering words, vamping, remembering words. La 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 la. la First la, order la. optimal strategy. There we go. It's like the wow! I did not think that that was the word you were looking for. No, I know. It's that was. It was a lot of words actually. It was multiple words, but it's the mm-hmm. up. It's the uh, actual culmination of that that phrase basically. Because the only way to get through is by understanding that the optimal strategy is to get the kiss and get the super flame and then take them all out. Because that's just how this works. Yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, it's only given in certain situations, but. That's what this level is. Yeah. Just got to keep doing it. Exactly. Speaking of doing it, <laughs> you want to move on to the next stage? Uh, yeah. On to Lofty Castle. Yay. Again, it's lofty because it's in the air. That's right. And I know. It's like very apt descriptions. So... Like, if I can give very apt descriptions, it's because they give very apt descriptions. Dark that, Passage, that right. it was in the dark. Haunted Towers, haunted by ghosts. Lofty Castle, a castle in the air. I mean, don't give me crap apt. about my descriptions if they're not going <laughs> to give a crap about their descriptions. You know, they they focus more on the colors and the purpleness. They really do focus on it's, the purple. It's very purple. It's very purple. Yeah, I'm pr- that's like that song. Like, I'm purple. Glaboogie, glaboogie. Yeah. Uh, I have a purple house <laughs> and a purple window. <laughs> My name is Barney and everything's purple. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Spyro? Uh, well, Whoa. they're both. Wait a minute. They're both purple dinosaurs. Oh my god, are they related? Oh my god. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm looking on the internet. I <laughs> I need to see this for myself. Okay, wait. What do you? What exactly are you googling? Barney and Spyro. 
Barney the dr Barney what Barney punch? No. No, that's not it. Damn it! Apparently, there's an epic rap battle between Barney and Spyro the Dragon, but I don't think that's actually a thing. We'll save that for another time. I don't believe it. That's okay. Yeah. Anyway, I thought there'd be more more content I could pull out of that one, but no, I guess not. Um. Oh well. Let's talk a little about Lofty Castle. Um, so they have invincible enemies hanging on precarious balloons for some reason. Like, why? Yeah. What's the why? What's the point? I don't know. Practice your aim. <laughs> but they do nothing. They're just like it's yeah, like you if, don't even have to kill them. It's like if I was hanging off of a building with a easily cut rope, just like I'm menacing you. I am menacing. I am standing here, but I will not interact yeah. with you unless you interact with me first. Yeah. It's just why? Why is that an enemy? Why? Also, why know. are there flying bear pigs as enemies here? What is happening? Get... <laughs> flying bear pigs? I don't even know what they are. Like uh they look like bear. flattened They're definitely piggish. They look like pig bear things that fly and what the hell? Like, I know that they all kind of work together to, you know, come up with the enemy types here, but, like, what the hell? <laughs> it's Dream World, man. Uh, it's something world. <laughs> uh, I am very confused, but uh, let's just kind of... Again. Oh, wait. You hear that? That was the suspension of disbelief oh, coming that back. Was it. That was the sound. That was it. Let's move on. Um, I recognize it now. Yeah, right? It comes back like that. Uh, the mechanic in this stage is freeing trapped fairies to create a passage to move forward. Yes. Um, I like that little, little ditty. Yeah. It seems like a pretty standard thing to do. Um, yeah. Not really much else to talk about. Um, no, other than that, it's like standard. Standard, but except again, like, why are the dragons continually explaining everything? <laughs> they need to stop every just time running out of things they're running out of things for the dragons to say so they that, have that's what i've noticed they have to just explain everything again there's like two there's so many thanks for rescuing me <laughs> yeah there's i think there was one that was just like thanks <laughs> just like that's it thanks yeah that's cheers <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean really funny when i was like cheers <laughs> <laughs> Good, good on you, Spyro. Cheers. <laughs> but, like, seriously, guys, I get it. Again, you want to explain to make sure that the kids can get it. But, like, okay, another point about this. Um, you already knew that the PlayStation was primarily owned by adults because the impetus for creating this game was that there was no games for children or, like, games that specifically targeted children. Right. But if you knew you were already going into a market that was saturated with adult gamers, why would you undercut the conveyance that you probably know a lot of adult gamers are understanding mm -hmm. to just kind of say it out loud and get everyone frustrated? Unless they're just trying to get more kids in the market. I don't know. Maybe it just. Mm, sorry. Again, that was the suspension of my... No, it was not the suspension of my disbelief. No. It was a different sound effect. 
It was there's the, a different sound effect. It was the anger of of. I can't even think of the word. I'm so angry. Angry of anger. Some. <sighs> Let's just go confront Jack and move on with my life. Yeah, this is uh, my favorite uh, boss name so far. By the way, <laughs> Jack. Yeah, it's just Jack. It's uh, yes, it's just so plain and simple, and I love it. <laughs> um, but actually, this is the music that Copeland uh, liked so much that he put it on his anthology album. Nice. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a very it's a very good track. Actually, like in honor of his favorite track here, I want to put in a clip uh, from him talking actually about how he created some of the music, uh, where he talks about his form of input quantizing. So can you put that in right now, please? Then thank you. Start something or write something for you. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to do something which is a, a, a trade secret here but I have input quantized, which means that I can play it very badly, and it comes back played very nicely. I can loop those two bars there, so it'll just go around and around and around those two bars. Okay, now let's get some bass going there. Okay, that's it as a bass line. Now let's get some drums happening. Wow, what a clip. Yeah. I mean, it's very... Did he, like, make... Yeah. Well, no, go on. Did he make that up, or was it something that, like, he just took, like... Uh, like the term input, input quantizing? Yeah. I think it was a term. Yeah. Um, but, like, was he the first one? Um, I don't know, actually. I can't really say for sure. Good question. Um, I wonder. If Probably not. I doubt it. It seems like it was a mathematics thing before it was a sound thing. And I, yeah. I, last I checked, Stuart Copeland is not a mathematician. <laughs> I mean, he is very... Well, you gotta, you, you gotta be some a little mathematical when you're composing. True, true. You're right. You know what? I take it all back. He is the greatest math magician of our time. Math magician. Anyway, the enemies in this area are long-armed, legless gremlins holding flowers? Again, <laughs> like, guys, what the hell is going on with the enemies here? We're going off, like, the deep end. We went off the deep end a while ago. But, like, true. we're, like, under the depths of unexplored enemy ocean territory yeah anything could happen or appear it's like when you there's no it's like when you see pictures of like deep sea diving expeditions that, yeah. that see like abominational fish that live in the bottom of the ocean yeah. and were exactly. never meant to be seen by humans <laughs> and clearly Basically the creepiest things ever like the things that you are going to haunt your nightmares forever yeah that's it but, um, yeah, I don't quite understand why they have flowers. That seems like a very ineffective weapon. Then again... Just because they're colorful? I don't know. I mean, then again, they did a, a fair amount of damage in the 70s when they were rioting against the wars. <laughs> putting them in guns and all that. Maybe it's a reference to that. Uh, speaking of references to that, 
I want to, I want to put in, I want to put in a quote here about a dragon telling all of us how to live our lives. And take this to heart, everybody. Hit Barney. Any advice before this battle? Yes. Hmm. A wise dragon once told me, aim high in life, but watch out for flying boxes. Huh? Words to live by. Wow, I am inspired. Don't don't you feel like you can go out and conquer the world now? <laughs> this should be in the Cards Against Humanity bigger blacker box version. Oh my god. Guys, if you're listening, which you're probably not, make that a card. Yeah. Just it can it'll be like getting crumbs on the goddamn carpet. It'll be like that ace in the hole card. Yeah. But as we move through, you actually fight Jacques. Um, who is in a box. Yeah, oh, oh, I get it now. Jack, Jack, oh, in a, Jack in a box. Yeah, I totally did not think Jack, of that at all. Jack in a box. Jack yeah. is the joke. He's, he's, he's got the spring. It's Jack, yeah. Jack in a box. That's the joke. Yeah. I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah. That was the sound effect of me dying a little on the inside. Um, but that's, that's it. That's all we got for World 5, the Dreamweaver's yeah. World. Not too many interview clips to do with today, but we're finishing up next week, and I want to just bombard you with clips that week. So Yeah, it's going to we'll, be clip after clip after clip. going to be clip, clip, clip. But yes, we're finishing up Spyro next week, and then we'll move on and do a new game. If you want to give us your suggestions about games you want us to go through, send us an email at itsthextreme at gmail.com. That's I-T-S-T-H-E-X-S-T-R-E-A-M at gmail.com. Or you can type that, it's the extreme into Google, and you'll find all of our shit. Literally one word, it's the extreme, And then you'll find yeah. our website, our Instagram, our Facebook, our YouTube that I rarely use. Our Twitter, Twitter our Facebook group. I already said that. Our Patreon, what? if you want to... Website. Our website. You check out the website. I, I'm going to be putting more blogs up um, about games. I'm going to talk about games that I'm just playing in my off time. Yeah. Um, I was going to put up some stuff like that. But yeah. Um, thank you guys again for listening. And yes. let's move on. What, what, what is it? What is it? What is it? Play me out, Paul.